Yo, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. Uh, we would like to apologize for, like, the big gap between, like, week two or three and now. Uh, like, it's been, like, over a month since our last episode because we got busy with a bunch of things like school and sports and stuff like that. Um, but we're finally back. Um, so this episode is going to be... We're going to try to keep it short because uh, our first, like, episode was pretty long. Um, but, you know, some of our game predictions, like, should be pretty, like, pretty easy um, just to get over with some of them. And uh, we'll have our uh, power rankings. So uh, it's going to be a pretty chill episode. So let's just get right into it, man. Um, all right. So our first game, we got Cleveland and Baltimore. So, what are you feeling about this one? Um, so, I like the Ravens in this one. It's a home game. Um, mm-hmm. The Ravens are coming off a, a disappointing loss. They've struggled defensively in the second half of these games. But um, Deshaun Watson, still not back. Mm-hmm. The Browns are very uh, run-heavy. Ravens have pretty sure been – pretty decent against the the run this year it's a divisional matchup if this was in cleveland i think it'd be a different story but i think lamar will have a have a good day and the browns just won't be able to keep up um so i have the ravens winning by two touchdowns 38 to 24 38 24 i like that um yeah i have baltimore as well i don't see them losing like this this would be like their third or fourth straight loss or something like that um but yeah i don't see lamar you know, losing to Cleveland's defense like this um, after losing to, like, um, wait, who did they play last week? Um, I think it was um, the Giants, yeah. Like, yeah, it was the Giants. I, yeah, they got a – I see them having a bounce-back game, so. Anyways, um, next game, pretty easy. Um, you know, Carolina is basically in shambles right now after trading – Christian McCaffrey for not even a first round pick, which is really surprising. Um, but they did trade them. They they traded him for a, actually a bunch of like second and third round picks of next yeah. year. It's always um, what you what you make of the picks. You know, you could find a yeah. lot of hidden yeah. gems in in those rounds. Every pick matters, as exactly. you know, from when the the position that Tom Brady was drafted in in two thousand. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I mean, I think they got it. I think they got a good, a good haul for them. I mean, disappointing that they're gonna get a, that they're not gonna have a first round pick. But that first round pick might not be that valuable, considering that San Francisco has now improved their uh, NFC Championship type of team. Yeah. So that'll be a late first round draft pick, anyways. Yeah. Um, but, and, yeah, they have the and chance. Carolina. Carolina can now tank and have a top five pick, right? Yeah, they're, I definitely think they're going to end up being the first overall pick next year. Because um, I, I definitely think they're going to go after um, Bryce Young. Or, um, yeah, Bryce Young, he's he's going uh, to be in the draft next year, right? Pretty sure he is. 
Um, Bryce Young, yeah, it's it's a strong quarterback class. Bryce Young, C.J. Yeah. Stroud. I forgot the guy's name on Tennessee, but Tennessee is having a have, having a good year. Yeah, Tennessee is. Um, but yeah, Carolina, man, it's just not looking good for the rest of the season. I got Brady in the Bucks easily beating them, high scoring, forty-two to ten in a blowout. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so I think that the. I think that the Bucks will win easily, but however, as it is in Carolina, it's in a divisional matchup, and the Bucks have been struggling offensively this year. Mm-hmm. I think it'll still be some somewhat close. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Panthers will come out ready to defend their home turf, but also, you know, a lot of people will be questioning how good this team will be offensively mm-hmm. um, without Christian McCaffrey, um, but considering how bad they have been offensively, they've been able to be decent defensively, I'd say this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Pan- I think Panthers will keep it somewhat close. So I have the Bucks winning 29 to 20. 29 to 20, okay. I like it. A lot of um, field goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, like, yeah, you made a good point. Defensively, Carolina is, like, pretty, like, you know, they're not – they're not like a bad defense. They're actually a really good defense. And it reflected on their, like this statement kind of reflects on their decision not to trade Brian Burns um, because they were offered mm-hmm. like a first round pick for Brian Burns, like or two and like JC Horn. So they're pretty confident in that defense. Um, yeah, they have a lot of really good defensive playmakers. Like, I mean, they have, yeah, Brian Burns, they have Derek Brown, mm. J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin. Is Hassan Reddick still on that team? I have no idea. Um, but I think it is interesting that, like, a lot of people think they should just go full rebuild. You know, you've seen those memes. Robbie Anderson was traded. Christian mm. McCaffrey was traded. And, like, it's like, when are they going to trade DJ Moore? Mm. Are they going to trade away? Brian Burns, J.C. Horn, but um, I think they'll struggle. I think they could definitely find trading partners for for D.J. Moore as he's like a wide receiver one, wide receiver two at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brian Burns was a, I think, a, he was a first-round draft pick several years ago for them. He's, he's a really good defensive lineman, but J.C. Horn was their first-round pick in 2021 but he was injured all of last year so they might not have so much trade value um that they can get back for him because he hasn't really proven much um anyways what what's the next what's the next game yeah next game uh we got atlanta and cincinnati so i think like atlanta's been on the rise they they're like tied for first in the nfc south right now they are yeah um yeah, Mariota really showed out last week against San Francisco. You know, um, and their defense actually played well against the San Francisco. Or it was just Jimmy G being like Jimmy G. You know, like he threw some crucial interceptions, uh, which gave Atlanta like the advantage. Um, but I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. You know, Atlanta and Cincinnati have like two really fun offenses to watch, and I think it's going to be close. I, I got, but I still got. Cincinnati, you know, taking their home field advantage 
and winning 33 to 28. Yeah, I have Cincinnati winning as well. I have them winning 34 to 23. Um, yeah. Falcons have been surprising this year. I think they've benefited from Mariota's dual threat ability. Um, I wonder how Raiders fans feel as they've been struggling this year. Mariota was their longtime backup behind Derek Carr. And despite yeah. Derek Carr having a good year last year and leading them to the playoffs, um, you know, maybe having a, a dual a dual threat quarterback would be better in such a competitive division like the AFC West. But like you said, Falcons, like surprising three and three tied for, I think, are they tied for first with, the Bucks, I'm pretty with sure. the Bucks, yeah, I think yeah. at, at yeah. three and three, they lost to the Bucks in Week One. So if and oh wait, no, that was to the Saints. My bad, where they gave up that 16 point lead. But mm. um, you know, if that goes their way, they're four and two, sitting at the top of the top of the division. The Bengals have won three straight, despite starting out zero and two. Um, it's going to be at home. I think they've started to hit their groove, hit their stride as the middle of the season comes around. So I like the Bengals. I think they'll be efficient offensively. Jamar Chase will probably have a big day. Joe Mixon started out slow, but like I said, he's kind of um, hitting the stride as the team does offensively. So I think the Bengals will win this one 34 to 23. All right. Our next game, um, we got Detroit at Dallas. Now, this is actually – I'm actually predicting an upset in this game. Mm. I think – yeah, I think I think Detroit, after coming off this bye week, they'll, you know, they'll be fresh on offense again. You know, they are coming into, like, the first six weeks of, like, the NFL season. They are, like, the highest-scoring offense. Um, defense has been, like, struggling a lot. But I think – I think their offense is going to be surprising today against Dallas's defense, even though Dallas does have a top five defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got Detroit upsetting them thirty six to twenty nine. I think, I think Detroit might you know start to get a groove also after like coming off this bye week. So like, what what you say on your score prediction was thirty six to twenty nine. Lines. Lines. Okay, so I was. This is a. This is a hard. This was also a hard one for me to choose. I wanted to go with the Lions. You know, I, I don't really like the Cowboys, but um, trying to stay on bias as possible. I have the Cowboys winning in a close one, thirty-two to twenty-six. Um, starting with the Lions, like you said, I mean, coming off a bye, um, they've been pretty explosive offensively this year. I think DeAndre Swift is. I think he's back. Um, yeah, he's back. Um... But he's gonna have like limited reps. I'm pretty sure Jamal Williams yeah, will probably like. Yeah, Jamal so. Jamal Williams is a good is a is a good backup. He's done well filling in for them. Amon Ross St. Brown is healthy. Their top wide yeah. receiver. Um, as long as Jared Goff doesn't throw too many picks like he did um, in their game before the bye happened, which I think was away at um, New England. They they should they should have a chance. I think it'll just be interesting. The Cowboys are very. They're hard to get a read on. Dak is back. He's starting. Um, their defense is not giving as many points up as it was last year. However, their strength of schedule is a lot weaker. So I don't know if it's necessarily their their pretenders. They did struggle to defend um, the really balanced offense of Philadelphia last Sunday night. Um, 
so I think the Lions will still have success, but I think the Cowboys will just um, edge them out. Um, I think it was interesting that they decided to go with Dak right away and not Cooper mm-hmm. Rush, even though Cooper Rush is like only has one. what one loss as a starter yeah. in his career. Um, anyways, I, I, I think the Cowboys will win this one, 32-26. All right. All right, next game we got uh, New York, the Giants at Jacksonville. Um this game isn't, like, anything too special. You know, New York, man, the Giants have been the most surprising team this year, in my opinion. Um, you'll be surprised where they are in my power rankings. So, um, but yeah, man, Brian Dable, he's definitely going to be coach of the year as of right now. Um, he's just – he's changed New York, like, completely. I agree. And, um, yeah, Jacksonville – but the last couple of weeks, um, you know, coming off of a loss, uh, a loss to the Colts, uh, they don't usually lose to the Colts, which is surprising. Um, I don't see them beating the Giants and the Giants' top five defense as well. Really well coached team. I got New York twenty eight to thirteen. I, I like your reasonings for picking the Giants. Like you said, they've been good defensively. Dabble has changed the culture there. He's they've been able to capitalize on other teams' mistakes, and that's why they've won football games, and they've avoided mistakes. Daniel Jones has been an above-average game manager this year. He's not putting out the most impressive stats, is- but he's doing what it takes and a little bit more for them to win yeah. and edge out the opposition in these games. I mean, he's, I think, been outperforming most quarterbacks other than maybe like yeah. last week against Lamar, but – Lamar was the one who made mistakes and he didn't. Um, so you have to give him some, some props for that. I, ha- but I have Jacksonville actually winning this game, despite really? them coming off three losses. Mm-hmm. I like them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just the giants. I can't, I, I think it'll be high scoring. Um, Doug Peterson, Jaguars head coach, He's he has experience playing playing the Giants when he was the Eagles um head coach. I think Travis Etienne will be a big factor in this game. Mm-hmm. Not really much else I can say. I just I, I'm leaning I'm leaning towards the Jaguars here at home, thirty one to twenty six. Right. Uh next game we got uh Green Bay at Washington. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so what's that supposed to honestly mean honestly like honestly like i have not much to say about washington or denver today um but yeah uh, green bay man like losing to the jets last week was very losing surprising. to both new york teams in consecutive yeah. weeks exactly like aaron Rodgers having like one of the worst starts to his like career in Green Bay, at least. Mm-hmm. It's just probably his good. worst, probably his worst season so far since he like took over as the starter there. Exactly, and uh, you know, winning back to back MVPs, like he just has to show out. And I don't see him losing three straight, especially mm-hmm. to Washington. Um, yeah, you know, Washington has has been struggling a ton. You know, they did beat the Bears. 12 to 7. Uh, you know, defense might 
keep in this game, just like the Jets did. You know, de- defense can always keep any team in this game. And honestly, this year is, like, the main – the biggest, like, point to, like, summarize this year so far is that any team can beat any team. Like, no matter how bad or good you are, like, it's been really surprising this year. And, you know, there it could go either way, honestly. Like, you don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Washington has that, you know, defense that can carry them. But – I don't see Aaron Rodgers losing the third straight. I got him winning thirty-two to twenty. Thirty-two to twenty. I like. I like that. I have them winning also by two scores. I'm winning by 10, 27 to seventeen. Um, although it's a home game for the Commanders, I mean, it's there's not much home field advantage at at FedEx Field. Um, yeah. Taylor Heineke, he has to put up pretty help from the defense for them to have any chance in this game he's not as good of a passer as Carson Wentz he's um he doesn't have the throw power the accuracy that Carson Wentz does he's a kind of a a dump a dump off you know Mm -hmm. five to ten yards down the field um and in a way that you know gives that benefits your team in a way you know maybe you have a better um, better yardage. What, what's what's it called? Um, down to down to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yardage more manageable. However, however, I think for them to keep up, he's going to have to at least two hundred and fifty yards on that defense. He's a he's a more of a dual threat than Carson Wentz is, and. You know, as he's a he went to ODU, so you know he's he has some yeah. Virginia in him, even though I don't think he's from here. So I, I like to, I like to root for him, but um, like you said, I don't think I don't see Green Bay losing three straight. They're still one of the best teams in the NFC. I think yeah. you know, similar to the Bengals, they've kind of like struggled to find the rhythm that they had offensively offensively last year the commanders are struggling against the run they're kind of middle of the pack against the pass um i think aaron jones and aj Dillon will will be challenging for the washington defense so uh, the packers winning by 10 by 10 all right um all right next game we got indianapolis at tennessee an afc south battle um, Tennessee was coming into this season pretty rough, like a little bit uh, rusty, but they have found like their stride in the last few weeks. I believe they just came off of a bye week, did they? Pretty sure. Indianapolis? No, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. I'm not sure. But... I think so. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, They're only they, yeah. three and two. They, okay. You didn't have a bye. You should be yeah. have six games. Yeah, uh, I do like Tennessee in this match a lot. Indianapolis um, has, you know, they're, they're also coming off of a pretty big win against Jacksonville. You know, back-to-back mm-hmm. AFC South games. You know, Indianapolis is, as of right now, in the playoff picture. They are a wild-card team. Um, like, I believe they're seventh seed at the moment. Mm-hmm. So It's finally that time of the year where, you're, you know, yeah. it's like middle of the season. You know which teams are legit. Exactly. And like which ones still, are kind of frauds? So the, um, the only thing know, is, is, yeah, there is still plenty of time to like determine this. This could mm-hmm. change drastically in the next few weeks. Yeah, but um, 
Indianapolis, I don't like how they've been playing as well. Um, they just have not – they've had a bunch of injuries at, at the running back position. But Jonathan Taylor is back today, but he has not done anything for this team at all this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Disappointing first overall draft pick. And Yeah, he's, he's like the Peyton – he's like the new Peyton Hillis. Um, and, and <laughs> I don't, don't know if it's that. Uh, you never <laughs> know. It's that extreme. Yeah, but uh, Tennessee, you know, they they're still they're still like a pretty like they're like above average on offense and defense. Like having mm-hmm. that having that ability to play consistent on offense and defense will definitely win you games. Um, I like Tennessee in this game, twenty-seven seventeen. Um, like you said, divisional matchup. I think it's surprising that these teams. This is their second divisional matchup in six mm-hmm. weeks. They're going to be done playing each other this year already because Tennessee, I think, visited Indianapolis three weeks ago and got mm-hmm. their first one of the season. Um, they're looking at the stats. They have very similar uh, points for to points against ratio. Yeah. Tennessee's on a three-game win streak. Indianapolis is on a is on a two-game. Mm-hmm. Um, in the division, Tennessee's one and zero, while Indianapolis has played three more games. They're one, two, and one. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Jonathan Taylor's been been struggling, mm-hmm. and Tennessee has a good front um, with their with like guys like Danico Autry their outside linebacker, one of their best defensive players, Harold Landry's out for the year. They've done surprisingly well. They started out 0-2 and now they're they're three and two and ahead in the division. Um I I have I have Tennessee I have Tennessee winning this game 27 to 16. I think their defense will hold the Colts to one touchdown and you know several several field goals. And I think Derrick Henry will um will have a big day. I think they're going to dominate them in, in time of possession and be more efficient in the red zone. As long as Tannehill doesn't, you know, make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think the, um, I think the Titans should win this one fairly easily. All right. Uh, next game, pretty easy one. Chicago at New, uh, New England. That is a Monday night, but we'll just <laughs> talk about that right now. You wanted to get it, get it out of the way. Yeah. So a lot of the primetime games have been kind of disappointing this year. Yeah, very disappointing. They? Yeah, very disappointing. And Denver kind of just ruined everybody's mood on primetime games. So Chicago at New England, you know, Chicago is is like next to Denver, they're like the worst offense in the league, um, <laughs> arguably. So <laughs> And uh, New England, like New England, for some reason, every year at this time of the year, they have those like few games where they scored like enormous amount of points for some reason. Like last last uh, week, they just beat the Browns like thirty eight to like fifteen or something. Oh, you did the, the, yeah, the um, Patriots. They yeah, the just Patriots, go off. Yeah, yeah the, and Bailey Zappi. Honestly, I like him better than uh, Mac Jones. Like I, I've seen how he's like I've been watching how he plays. I'm convinced that any quarterback can like like be good under like under Belichick. I mean, obviously everybody yeah. knows that. Um, <laughs> but I got I got New England dominating Chicago, thirty five fourteen. Thirty five fourteen. Yes, I've done 
winning pretty easily, dominating them as well. I don't even have the Bears scoring a single touchdown. The Patriots winning 27 to 9. So the Bears only three field goals um, mm-hmm. to show for it. Um, Bears have had, you know, even they've had the longest break in between games um, as they played on the Thursday night game in week six at home against Washington. And now they're traveling to Foxborough to play the Patriots on, on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields has been struggling. That offensive line cannot protect him at all. Um, Belichick historically has, a, has had a great record against freshmen and sophomore quarterbacks, the latter being Justin Fields in this situation. I think the Patriots, like you said, Bailey Zappi has done really well. I mean, I haven't been necessarily impressed with his, his passing ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mac Jones is still a better passer and he has that experience of a year under him. Um, and I think he's also better as a runner, but I think the Patriots have started to really find um, their identity, like the emergence of Ramondre Stevenson. He's been one of the best yeah. fantasy performers last few weeks and having him and Damian Harris is having two running backs uh, in the NFL nowadays is the key to success is the key to being a Super Bowl contender. Um, yeah. And I like how the Patriots have, have looked. I think they're still, you know, around a, a wild card team. They're in one of the most competitive divisions considering you're with the bills and the dolphins. Um, I'm still kind of unsure about the dolphins, even um, where, as on the other hand, the bills are one of the best teams um, in the league probably favorites to win the Super Bowl as of right now and to start the season. Um, so I think it'll defense, they'll dominate on the ground. They'll win easily 27 to nine. All right. Uh, next game, uh, speaking of Miami, we got Miami and Pittsburgh playing. Yeah, this, uh, the, this is the Sunday night game, right? Yeah, Sunday night football. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> every everything every every primetime game is questionable this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on paper, like you know, they 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 plan it beforehand, and they're like, okay, Steelers historical franchise, Dolphins yeah. got Tyreek Hill, um, young quarterback, new head coach, Steelers drafted Kenny yeah. Pickett twentieth overall, but he's not going to be playing. Um, Anyways, who do you have? I think he is playing, um, but I got he is Miami playing? winning. I, I think so. I think he cleared concussion protocol. Um, Let me look at it. But up. honestly, honestly, I don't really see a difference between him and Trubisky um, at, at the moment. But I'm pretty sure Tua is also back this week. I think that's pretty big for the offense. And honestly, yep. the last few weeks, Without Tua, like, it's proven that, like, Tyreek Hill can really play with any quarterback. Um, He's been putting up a bunch of big numbers, like, back-to-back. Like, I'm pretty sure he's had, like, multiple. He's had a lot of, like, mm-hmm. over 100-yard games already. Already the leading pass or leading receiver. Um, But I got Miami winning actually a close game. I think Pittsburgh might, you know, um, like how – they might usually do just like they yeah. did last week against Tampa Bay. I got Miami winning 22-17. 22-17. I like that. I have, I have Miami winning as well, 20, 26-19. Um, 
when I made the score prediction, I thought Mitch Trubisky was still starting. I didn't know that Kenny Pickett cleared concussion protocol earlier this week, but I still like the score prediction. Um, I think Kenny Pickett is the future for the Steelers. And I think that this may him starting makes this game that much more interesting. And then of course the Dolphins getting their quarterback and Tua back. Um, I think like you, like you said, both teams have good defenses and I think the Steelers will Steelers defense will have to perform at a high level to, to even keep them in this game. But the Dolphins defense is arguably just as good as the Steelers, maybe even better. Um, so I think it'll be hard for the Steelers to kind of to find any sort of consistency offensively. I think the key is if they can find the running game with Najee Harris, mm-hmm. um, who has been kind of disappointing this year. I think in fantasy, he hasn't gone above 20 points yet all year. Mm-hmm. While like last year as a rookie, he was top five running back um, in scoring. Um I know we're not necessarily talking about fantasy, but fantasy, you know, how they point is kind of reflects how good a player it has is performing in a game. Um, And I think the Steelers need Najee to increase that production. If they want to be a wild card team, like they were last year. I mean, pretty luckily, right. Nobody was expecting them to make it a lot had to go in their favor on that in that last week. But um like you said, Tyreek has had a great year. I think he, I think, like you said, he's proven that he is one of the best in the league and he doesn't need necessarily an elite quarterback. I mean, in Mahomes' case, he's an all time great already. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need an all time great quarterback to have successful. I think the biggest key for Tyreek is just having another formidable wide receiver or receiving threat. So defenses can't necessarily solely focus on him exactly. in Kansas City. It was other speedsters and, of course, Travis Kelsey on on Miami now. It's um, Mike Kosicki and, and Jalen Waddle. You know, Jalen Waddle is an even better speedster wide receiver than whoever was lining up um, a, in Kansas City, whether it be like Nicole Hardman or um, Byron Pringle, who's now a bear. So I, I like the Dolphins in this one. When Tua's, when Tua's healthy, they, they've played well. Um, so I have them winning 26 to 19. All right. Next game, we got Houston at Las Vegas. Um, so Las Vegas has been uh, pretty disappointing this year. Just like, I mean, Houston, everybody kind of expected Houston to be in this like, – now, but um, Las Vegas, on the other hand, you know, Josh McDaniels not been fans have not been too happy with him. I've been mm-hmm. seeing um, they have been really close in games, and they they don't have too hard of a schedule, you know, for the rest of the year. So I think they can, you know, they'll probably get a pick up a few wins, including this week. I I think they're gonna. Keep the Texans thirty to sixteen, and uh, Devontae should have a pretty big game as usual. You, you said thirty-four to sixteen. Thirty to sixteen. Thirty to sixteen. Okay, I've so I have the Raiders winning as well. I've been winning. It was closer though, twenty-seven to to twenty-two. Like you said, they've had 
know, somewhat disappointing start of the year. I mean, they are in a, in a tough division, but there's been multiple games where they could have won barring some, you know, some uh, questionable coaching decisions, you know, kind of like the Broncos in a way, how they've um, been negatively affected by some, some calls. I thought, I thought it was appalling that they, that the Raiders decided to go for two late in the game. I mean, in the mid mid fourth quarter, instead of tying it up with a field goal with the chiefs. um, And then of course, some (laughs) like, I feel like the Broncos questionable coaching calls, like totally overshadows um, Josh McDaniels, like, I feel like Hackett's decision-making has been more in the press than um, Josh McDaniels, but the Raiders have had some like disappointing collapses like week two, despite they started out 0-1, losing at home against the Chargers. Then they lost another game at home, despite being up 15 points against um, the Cardinals, right? But I think the Texans are one of the worst teams in the league. They're coming to Vegas. Vegas cannot like drop this game. This is a must win for them to keep up yeah. in their in the division. So I've been winning twenty seven to twenty two. They've been really good against the run this year. Um and they've been kind of bottom of the table and in pass. I think the Texans to have any success, Damian Pierce is gonna have to go off and he has been. He's you know prop like a maybe a rookie of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. Um however I I can't I don't know if this Texans defense can stop the Raiders offense and all the weapons that they have. Um, so I, I have the Raiders winning 27 to 22. Okay. Uh, all right. So the next three. We only have a few more. Only. West games. Yeah. Just two, three more. Uh, we're going to try to make it quick so we can roll into the power rankings. Uh, New York. Man. Um, Jets have been, one of the most impressive teams this year. 0-2, I think. I think they started 0-2. Mm-hmm. Winning four straight is just – it's always a good thing for football teams to go on a winning streak. They're they're the best they've been in, like – they're the best they've been, like, in a decade, it looks like. Um, yeah, since the Rex Ryan era. Yeah. Denver, on the other hand, most disappointing team, I can tell. Um, it's been really hard, man. Like, this offense has been arguably the worst offense in the NFL. Um, this team has been so close to winning. They're, they they can never score over 16 points, like, ever. <laughs> it's just – it's just – it's so, like, that is so such unbelievably a... bad. The, like that the is such a two, disappointing number. Like, if it was, like, 20, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, 20, but like, six, yeah. Average... 16, 16, that's, like, that's what? That's, that's... like, two two touchdowns and, like, both with two-point conversions, but mainly, like, you know, mainly it's just one mainly field goal. goals, right? Yeah, they are averaging <laughs> one or less touchdowns every game. They have only scored six or seven total mm-hmm. touchdowns in the year. Um. It's just been rough, man. Russ is not playing, you know, hamstring injury. Yeah, who started? Just, just, uh, Brett Ripien. He did start uh... against he did start against the Jets a few years ago. Thirty seven twenty or something like that. 
Hey, um, hey, I always I have an yeah, affinity you for, never the, for, the, for the Rippian family. They got they yeah, got my Mark Rippian, right? Washington a, a Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, um <laughs> I mean he ha- I remember he started last year and and I think in a primetime game, didn't he? he he did decently well. He didn't start last year, he started a couple years ago. He only oh my it's been that, that it's been that yeah, year that was long. against that was against the Jets too. So oh, okay. um, but you know the Jets are a completely different team now. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, I got the Jets winning nineteen to sixteen. Nineteen to sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so I also have the Broncos only scoring sixteen points, but I had the Jets getting another <laughs> touchdown. I had the Jets winning by 10, 26 to sixteen. Um, like you said, the Jets impressive, impressive start. The New York football teams, you know, if one of them is good, it's like you know nobody bats an eye. The Giants have won two Super Bowls and less in in. in in the 21st century, the Jets made it to two straight AFC conference championship games um, yeah. under under Rex Ryan. But like you said, the Jets, completely different team. Um, best they looked in 10 years. Sala has really, like Dabble has done for the Giants, has really turned um, this team around. Um, I think for the first, well, I was looking at their defensive stats. They're plus one in, in takeaways, which... I think historically in previous years, they've been at least in the negative five to tens every year, even more. Um, so they're, they're doing well defensively forcing turnovers and their offense, they looked good. Like they last week at Lambeau going into green Bay and beating them easily. Zach Wilson didn't even have that great of a game. He just did what he had, to, he had to do. He handed it off to Braxton Berrios to, yeah. to run it in and um, other people, made big plays like you said russ is injured for the broncos the broncos defense has to do well to keep them in this game there's just a lot going 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 against them that's the only thing they really do well Mm -hmm. yeah they're top three defense i feel so bad for that broncos defense i look at i look at like the faces of their their guys like after they lose every game it's like it's they do everything they do everything right and it's it still isn't enough it's just and such an unfortunate, like, fucking I think, year. I, I mean, I, I know what that feels like in sports. I, I remember, like, growing up, like, yeah. in, in playing soccer, like, in my in my high school travel team, we would be, like, very – I played defense. Exactly. And, yeah. and the offense couldn't score. So, anytime we would concede maybe one or two goals in a game, I'd be like, it's over. Like, we're not going to score. Like, the yeah. most we can pray is maybe get, like, a tie – you know, but, but we're not, we're not winning. And that's, and that's really draining, but I've been, you know, nevertheless pretty impressed by the Broncos ability to stay in that game because to keep some, they played some talented teams so far and to keep those teams, you know, to few enough points to even be in these games, despite being so inefficient offensively, um, you know, speaks to, their defense and how good they've been since they've what won the Super Bowl seven seven years ago now right seven seasons ago but mm-hmm. anyways back to the matchup like you said Jets hot team a lot of weapons that the Broncos will have to deal with defensively and then yeah. Ripian you really don't know what what to expect as a backup I mean he there isn't luckily for him the <laughs> the expectation is pretty low, right? 
<laughs> he if he scores more than 20 points for y'all it'd be like start Ripian, right start start him over russ and he's already performed better than russ has in um in any game so i think the broncos should just go out there and, and play and play like they have nothing to lose because i really don't think yeah. they do i think that it's a different situation than what the tech than the raiders are going up against um this week with like the texans the jets are definitely a better team and you wouldn't expect yeah. the broncos to win this one and they might have to you know drop another game even though starting out two and five in the afc west will be hard to overcome um i'm sure i don't know the broncos schedule but i'm sure they have some other games that they can <laughs> that they can win but um yeah, yeah I, ha- I have the jets jets winning this one by 10 I I like it. I like that score. Um, all right, we're gonna have to wrap up this in the next few. We do have two yeah. pretty good games. So we got Kansas mm-hmm. City at San Francisco. Just gonna keep it short. I I think San Francisco is gonna upset Kansas City. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. I got I gotta go with twenty six twenty four. Okay, yeah. so pretty close. I have the Chiefs winning thirty three to twenty. Um, I don't see them winning. I mean, losing twice, twice in a row to some of these big teams, Chiefs and 49ers, you know, you could argue that should have been the um, Super Bowl matchup. It was a couple of years ago. It would have been, you know, really cool to see them face off again, see if the 49ers could get their revenge. Yeah. Um, and 49ers, they're in the top 10 in my power rankings. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They added Christian McCaffrey. I'm not sure if he's suiting up today for them. And if he does, we'll probably be under some yes. limited wet reps. Right. Just, you know, just for him to, you know, integrate in because what the, the trade happened only like less than 72 hours ago. So um, I think he'll, he'll do really well in the Shanahan offense. Mm -hmm. um, And it helps them to, you know, get more weapons. Now that Trey Lance is done, they need more people to help out Jimmy G. I still don't think they have what they needed something to get them over the hump. We'll see how it works out for them, though. Um, but I still like the Chiefs. I, I still like the Chiefs. I think um, okay. I don't. I don't see them losing too straight. And I still think they're they're a better team. One team has Patrick Mahomes, and the other team has Jimmy G. So Chiefs over 49ers, thirty-three to twenty. And then um, yeah, I'll just last go straight to the last one. Seattle, yeah. Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I got Los Angeles twenty-nine twenty-eight. Um, but Seattle, nonetheless, mm-hmm. has been really impressive. Actually, yeah, um, it's been it's been like painful seeing how <laughs> how like Russ has been treating you know the the Broncos. I mean, he only can do so much. Like it's all up to coaching. But you can see again Pete Carroll making Geno Smith look like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, late twenty nine, twenty eight. So, yeah, what do you have? A similar close high-scoring game. This one's super more high-scoring. Could be game of the year, I feel like. Seahawks have been in a lot of high-scoring games. Um, If it was in Seattle, I'd probably pick them to win. But because it is in SoFi, I'm going to go with the Chargers winning 43-37. to Some notable close games the Seahawks have been, like, that have been really (laughs) high-scoring. I mean, they 48-45 to win in Detroit. Uh, several weeks ago um last week they had it wasn't necessarily high scoring but they beat a divisional match uh, a divisional 
um, opponent in Arizona at home. It's surprising that they are three and three. Like you said, I think it speaks volumes to Pete Carroll's coaching. A lot of people doubted him, maybe saying he's, you know, old, senile. He needs to retire. Keep Russ. Yeah. Um, but it seems they've made the right decision. He, they put a lot of faith in Gino. He was their long-term backup. He's Russ's long-term backup, and he's had several years to wait his – most of his career, honestly, to wait his turn and kind of master that run-heavy Seahawks offense that they love to play. And this has always been their identity. That's, you know, the difference that's been, like, ideologically between what Russ wanted. He wanted – he wanted them to let him cook. He wanted yeah. to throw the ball deep because um, he's a deep, he's a deep ball fiend, but um, they like to have a two headed backfield. Kenneth Walker, they drafted in the second round this year. It was the first, I think second, second round from Michigan state. He was a Heisman trophy candidate last year and Rashad Penny, even though he's out for the season and that's disappointing. Um, I don't think this team will, necessarily skip a beat without them they still look like slightly like a ceiling of a wild card slightly um less than 500 team um but i do like justin herbert's kind of fully back this um from his injury week two against the chiefs um he's looked great the past few weeks so i think again the seahawks um, defense although they've been forcing a lot of turnovers they've been giving up way too many points in yards um, per game so I like the Chargers in this one 43 to 37 all right I like all right it. do you want to just um yeah you we'll give just me... um do the power rankings uh camera yeah. we'll do this top 10 um but uh-huh. we'll just start just to make this short um so 30 are you gonna do you're gonna do your whole your your whole one though too yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you said you're going to you, do top 10, right? Yeah, you just do your 32 to 11, and then we'll go back and forth with the top yeah. 10. So, 30, Panthers, 31, I got the Texans, 30, I got the Bears, 29, I got the Commanders. No. 20, yeah. <laughs> 28, I, don't, I don't blame you. It would probably be around there, too. I might even be more harsh, put them at, like, 30, 31. Anyways, keep going. Um, 28 is Jacksonville, 27 is Detroit, 26 is Pittsburgh, 25 is Denver, 24 is Cleveland, 23 is Arizona. I love how you couldn't. I yeah. love how you couldn't put Angels, Steelers, no, no over no. your Broncos. Yeah, you just no, couldn't no, do no, it. No, no. We're, still better. <laughs> We're still better than that too, uh, but. Uh, Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland 24, Arizona 23, Miami's 22. Um, wait, what the – I have the Browns twice on here. What? Um, that must be a mistake. I have the Browns at twenty four and twenty one. That's a mistake. Um, uh, I can't. I can't tell you how many times something like that's yeah, happened. Yeah, that's, like, that's I'm like that's I'm, so I'm missing annoying. one team and I can't figure out which team it is. And then if it's like a good team, it like fucks up the whole order. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but we're just gonna keep going. Twenty, we got Indianapolis. So I have no idea who I'm missing. Um, Seattle's at nineteen. Saints at eighteen. Falcons at seventeen. Packers at 16, Patriots at 15, Raiders at 14, Titans at 13, 
San Francisco at 12, and Baltimore at 11. And then just give me your top 10. So top 10, I have Dallas, number 10. Um, the Chargers at nine, Tampa at number eight, Baltimore at seven, Minnesota at six. Here, we'll get to the top five. You give me your 10 through six. Okay. So I got Chargers at 10. I think I might have put the Cowboys a little too high, but I put the Bucks at nine, Jets at eight, Cowboys at seven. And what are your top five? Um, Top five, I have San Francisco, the Giants, the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Bills. Even though the Eagles are the only undefeated remaining team, um, I think they need to play a little bit tougher of opponents. Yeah, they're just not like – they're not as impressive as the Bills, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, the Bills, I think, still have all around Because you never know, the Eagles – yeah, the Eagles could be Mm -hmm. like – the Cardinals last year. Who knows? Like, yeah, who knows? Um, right. But, and yeah, also I'm, like, one mm-hmm. has Josh Allen and one has you know Jalen Hurts. Even though Jalen Hurts has been performing like an MVP, he's not necessarily putting up the numbers of an MVP. And like, it's still so early in his like career. He still has like a lot left to oh, a lot left to prove. You're you know what you're gonna get with Josh Allen. He's a top. He's yeah. the best quarterback in the league like so far this year. All right. So top five. I got Chiefs at five. I have the Giants at four, <laughs> and the Vikings are at three, Eagles mm-hmm. at two, and Bills at one. So we have the same four, two, and one, which we usually yeah. – I mean, we'll have, like, you know, the same teams around, you know, same – similar teams in the top ten, we, but not in the yeah, exact spots. Have, yeah, we just have the Vikings and Chiefs swap, I think. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, believe you put the Cowboys at seven. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would put them at probably like eight and then Jets at seven, but um, I'm I'm just unsure how they're gonna do with like with like Dak, you know? Yeah. Because they um their defense seems to play better when Cooper Rush is yeah is starting and going up against a high powered Detroit offense in his first game back, I, I, I don't, I just, I don't know how it's, how the, that game's going to work. That's why I kind of made it like pretty close and um, yeah. high scoring um, anyways. And I just want to say like really quickly to um, some teams that barely missed the top 10, I just named like two. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say like Cincinnati and Tennessee would be my 11 and 12 in no particular order. I was trying to fit them in there, but I couldn't put them above um, these other teams. Since I, I'd say I'd go Cincinnati 11 um, just because they're defending AFC champions and on a three-game win streak. Even though Tennessee are um, as well, I think still Cincinnati is a, is a, is a better team. All right. Um, well, that's about it, guys, for our week six. or se- It's week seven. Uh, Mm-hmm. Power rankings and predictions. Uh, we're going to try to be consistent again. Again, yeah. we've missed the last few weeks because we were busy. Again. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. See you, everybody. Thanks, Laura. See you, bro. Thank you.